Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of The Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What's up? What's up? Unauthorized, unscripted, unintimidated. It is America Unplugged. What is going on? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Greetings and blessings to all of you from the Bronx, New York City. Thank you for tuning in yet again. And we got the usual suspects here with us today. And of course, a very special guest, which we will get to in just a sec. Mr. Tony Atterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. How are you, sir? Greetings and blessings. What's up? I'm doing great, Billy. Um, I, and when you host, I always get a little extra time. So I went to the gym this morning. I, I'm not hadn't been staring at my screen for the last hour. So uh, <laughs> doing fantastic. I saw. I saw, man. You were. You were. You were um, lifting a ridiculous amount of weights. I, I just wanted you to know what I was doing this morning. I, I didn't really share mm-hmm. it with anybody else, but I thought Billy needs to know that I'm training physically for a mental show. <laughs> See, if, if if I were to have done that, like the, it, it would just be like down to my chest and I wouldn't be able to. That was the picture that I would have sent you. Me struggling <laughs> you, to pick this know, thing no, up. It's probably like Unbroken where they, we just get you in the gym and then you just start doing more than me and you just didn't really know it. Like Bruce That'd be Bruce. fantastic. I, I'm all for that. Unfortunately, that is not the case. But anyway, the legendary Don Jeffries is here with us today. As per usual, welcome to your show, sir. Say what's up to the people. Oh, hello, people. I, I love the listeners out there, and uh, yeah, we, we really enjoy doing this kind of uh, fractured version of the old McLaughlin group every week where we discuss uh, the real issues that are out there and we have a lot to talk about. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. And very special guest, friend of the show, uh, all over the alternative media. You guys know him. You guys love him. What's up, Adam? Adam from Deborah Gets Red Pilled and, uh, and a few other projects. He's going to be a Joining us over on uh, freeworld.fm as well. Very happy to have you, sir. Welcome welcome to America Unplugged. How are you? I'm doing really good, Billy. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm pretty excited and a little intimidated. It's always, uh, always good to be with. Um, it's weird when you, when you start a little show and then, you know, you're, you end up being on it with um, people that you look up to a little bit later. So thanks for letting me be here. Really appreciate oh, man, th- it. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. Tell the people a, a little bit about all your projects, man. Let, let's kick it off like that. Say, say what, tell everybody what you're doing. Um, so I do a podcast with my mother-in-law, Deborah, called Deborah Gets Red Pilled. And Deborah is a dyed-in-the-wool, lifelong, you know, Democrat. Um, <laughs> she's uh she's a boomer. She uh, she lives in Marin County, which is a affluent county north of San Francisco. And, you know, she is when we started the show, she uh, she loved the Cuomo brothers. She uh, she supported <laughs> Bloomberg in the primaries. Um, she thought she he was going to be the one to take down Trump for a little bit. And uh, yeah, she's uh, she's she's moving along. You know, she's um, she doesn't trust the media anymore. She still watches still watches mainstream media. But uh, she's come a long way, and and it's a it's a fun show. So and then um, 
I, uh, I have another co-host too. And, uh, sometimes we leave her out of the shows when we want to get real weird. So that one's called into the apocalypse, mm-hmm. but it's all available on the same RSS feed from Deborah gets Redfield. Fantastic. Beautiful, beautiful stuff, man. Very, very happy to have you here. Let's get into it. Let's not waste any more time. Mr. Tony Atterburn uh, threw a story at me this morning and I want to, I want to uh, lead off with it because you know, have, have any of you had breakfast and I'm not even talking about the panel. I'm talking about the people, the people. Here on America Unplugged, have you had breakfast? Because it's 12 noon over here in New York City. So I'm assuming some of you have eaten something. I have not yet, you know, but uh, when I do, it's going to be very expensive. Tony, what's up? Tell us about it. Well, it's the, the price of everything is connected to inflation or inflation from increasing the money supply, Billy. And, you know, we're seeing this. We had the bird flu. I'm putting this in quotations, you know, the, the bird flu breakout. And, of course, they always... Um, put out in the media don't don't cuddle your chickens don't touch your chickens don't you know you could get bird flu as well so this kind of in connection with uh, uh scarcity and everything else but yeah i sent you that um i sent you that article from zero hedge i'll see if i can pull it up here in a second but yeah it's just another one of the things that's affected by uh the destruction of the supply chain um the, the increase in price and everything uh, right. scarcity which is on purpose. I mean, and they're causing food shortages, food. Um, we're talking off air about the, when you go to the grocery store now, everybody knows that, uh, you know, what was once $150 now looks like $40. I mean, it's, it's really insane when you go and, and you go to the register to cash out. So right. I just thought that was, an, um, I have my neighbors are chickens and uh, at, at my homestead. And actually, we just had two new baby chicks, which I was, I was elated. And we had a, one of our chickens that I would have never thought would become like a mother hen became a mother hen. And her name is Yeah, I named my chickens. I don't have meat birds. Mm. So we, we rely off the eggs. It's kind of a, you know, Alex Jones said he would eat his neighbors like corn on the cob if it came to it. And uh, I, don't think I, could eat, I don't think I could eat my neighbors and my neighbors are chickens. And uh, I think, you know, they're a little loud and a little messy, but I think that's what you have to deal with in a multicultural mm. setup. Like so <laughs> Zero hedge, ladies and gents, is the story. That, that Tony sent me, and it's uh, egg prices sky high as breakfast inflation pr- pressures American households. So, yeah, man, um, we've been talking about this for quite some time now, and it just continues to get worse. It's not getting better. I, I was hoping that by this time it would, you know, because I don't feel like spending $8,000 on stuff anymore, you know, but it's not getting any better. It's only getting worse. It's only continuing to to grow. Prices are getting, you know, higher and higher for everything across the board, it seems. And um, people are being directly affected in, you know, the, the working class in particular, everybody is being affected, but the working class, you know, that live paycheck to paycheck. And now they're talking about how, how the job market is being affected. I, I thought there were tons of jobs. You remember that? Oh, there's tons of jobs out there. No one wants to work. That's what's going on. <laughs> so many jobs, but people want to sit on their ass, right? That's what we were getting uh, uh, from uh, the conservative right, the right stream media, we were getting hit by that 24-7. And it was, so what's the freaking deal now, right? Because, uh, you know, they, they're saying that, you know, um, people just um, uh, aren't going back to work for whatever reason. People need to work at this point. They're being pressured by, by, uh, by all these prices. They need to go find jobs. But they're saying that there are no jobs to give people now. So what the hell is going on? I don't know. Don, I'm going to throw it to you. What's up? 
Oh, they're probably all living on that lucrative, uh, you know, stimulus fund. Oh, yeah. A half ago or something. So, you know, you can live on that for a long time. So, of course. Who wants to work? They'd rather just get those stimulus funds. Yeah. That's absurd, that right wing rhetoric. But, I think, you know, talking about the food, you know, we're also, of course, told that there's going to be a food shortage. So you have uh, incredibly increased costs, and everybody's gone grocery shopping and seen that. You have uh, the, the alleged food shortage, and people, a couple of people sent me something. I, I don't know if you guys saw it about, uh, Walmart or somewhere where they were claiming that the storage or Costco, maybe that these, uh, these deep meat freezers or whatever were suddenly uh, failing in a couple mm-hmm. of those places. So they had to throw out a bunch of meat. So it's, and it's still, they're still since the days of Huey Long, when he was ranting about it, they're still paying farmers not to grow crops or to destroy crops. So that kind of flies in the face of any alleged food shortage, but as always, it worked out to things will be worse for the average person. That's what it's all about. It's about, one good thing could come out of it. I don't expect it to happen. But if we do have food shortages along with the uh, increased prices, Americans will have to generally eat less, right? Somehow I don't see that. I, so, the, you know, we sacrificed, right? We sacrificed our civil liberties. We sacrificed going to church. We sacrificed meeting. Sacrificing our old ones, as, you know, as they died. But will these same Americans who triple mass and everything, who often are obese, I might add, uh, will, will they suddenly say, well, you know, we have to sacrifice. We have to give up some of this food. That would be an interesting thing to see because uh, somehow I don't see that happening. But uh, that, uh, logically, it should, right? I mean, if we had to sacrifice our civil liberties and uh, weddings and funerals and seeing our old ones, and that's what they told us to do, right? We did. We obeyed. Uh, shouldn't we have to maybe eat less? If that's the case, if there's this dire food shortage, then don't you want to help? What was it? You do it for everyone's health and safety, right? Right. Try to help everyone. Somehow, I think there's going to be a collision there, a cultural collision, if that happens. But it'll be interesting to observe. Yeah, obviously, just mad times, and there's nothing. The housing industry was the only part of this economy that was going along okay, humming along nicely. Huge rates of uh, interest rate increases have now stifled the housing industry. So now Biden can loudly, and again, he's just a figurehead, but he can loudly proclaim that maybe the only president in American history, there's literally not one economic indicator anywhere at all that's positive. Everything is failing miserably. And uh, (laughs) this is is life in a banana republic. What a disaster. What a freaking disaster, bro. I remember when Barack Obama was in, in, in office and he was telling people not to use the air conditioner. Like, don't do it. You can't. Oh, yeah. You can't use so. Well, the, so the, now the Africans. What, what did he tell the Africans? He told the yeah. he, African told the yeah. Africans that he, he counseled them and somehow that didn't affect his cred, his street cred. I don't know. He said, nah, you don't need, come on. The planet will heat up if you guys have air conditioning. <laughs> I'm good. I can use yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You can. So so the, here's the new um, uh, Joe Biden, which a lot of think a lot of people think is an extension of the Barack Obama uh, 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 presidency will come out and say, listen, you guys are eating too much. Don't eat. Yeah. OK, don't. It's uh, eating is overrated. <laughs> All right. Three square meals a day. That's not a thing. It's a thing in prison, but it's really not a thing <laughs> with people. OK, you, right. you can eat one thing right. back in the day. You know, the, during uh, during caveman times, they used to have one meal. They used to kill a cheetah or 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 a, what is it, a saber tooth tiger, and that's what they would eat for for I don't know how long. Okay, and they had one meal, and that's it. So we need to go back to that. It's very easy to solve these issues. Adam, what's up? What are you thinking? You know a thing or two about eggs and chickens. What's up? 
I think if uh, if they finally want to see civil unrest in America is when they tell Americans that they can't eat as much as they want. <laughs> um, <laughs> if they start closing down Arby's and, and Taco oh, Bell's, no. they I have mean, the there's, there's going to be a, a revolt. <laughs> but yeah, I think I don't think they're going to cut back on food. I think they're just going to restrict the, the kind of food that, that you're allowed to eat. You know, we've already seen everything with, with the bugs coming out. We've got Nicole Kidman yeah. eating eating crickets on 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 video and mm. talking about how awesome it is. Um, I don't know. I just uh, I'm I'm the same as Tony. I'm I'm uh, I dropped out. I I quit my, I quit my uh, lucrative union job and exited the Matrix and I homestead up here in Northwest Oregon. Wow. I got 15 hens 50 feet away from me and a rooster. I got a bunch of lambs. Right That's behind me, so that dope. I'm, you got lambs, milk. Yeah, I got I got seven sheep. I got two two little dairy lambs that are that are trained to trained to be milked as soon as they get bred. And uh, but I know not everybody's in my position, and not everybody can do that. And I I know that there's, you know, can you are you allowed to? I know Mike Tyson had pigeons on his, the roof of his building when he was little, <laughs> Billy. But are you, could you have a chicken coop up there? Uh, not here. My super hates me. Okay. So um, I, I probably wouldn't be able to pull that off, but there are people that do it that have, yeah. you know, it's, it's not a ton of people, but I've seen it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't a be able to do it. What's Adam, Adam ha ha having actual sheep, uh, how do you judge their um, subservience in, in, as opposed to the average American at this point? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I think my sheep are pretty timid. Um, I got these little, these little dairy lambs trained up real nicely with treats so that so that they'll come right up to me but i think uh the uh, the american public is is pretty pretty timid compared to the sheep and uh yeah you know you know what guys i went to uh i live in columbia county oregon which is one county northwest of portland i live about an hour from portland and if you someone put a sack over your head drove you to my house from a different place and took the sack off and asked you where you were, they'd probably say the Ozarks or the Appalachians. And um, I went to, it's not, it's not, I hate it when people, it's my number one pet peeve is people conflating Portland with Oregon. Um, I went to the county fair last night. We went to the rodeo and uh, it's, uh, it's normal America up here. That's you dope. know, if you, if you want to have a little bit of your faith um, restored in humanity, Go to your go to your county fair this year. See how it is. It was awesome. It was families. I watched all the 4-H kids showing their pigs. Watched some bucket broncos, and it was it was a good time, man. I really had fun. That sounds amazing. I love I love uh, county fairs. I, I had a fair that came here every year, uh, two blocks away from uh, from my place. It was really small, but it was dope. I used to love going to it. Ever since COVID, it hasn't happened again. So I don't know if if they'll come back. I, I don't know if they even survived, right? Um, uh, everything that happened, but uh, but I used to love doing that. Now, do you have a black sheep? Yeah, his name's Larry. <laughs> Castr he's the he's the castrated one. I couldn't have sheep on. Um, <laughs> I couldn't have sheep on my property because I I, I you know I I'd, uh, or lambs. I, I especially lambs. I, I love them too much. I, I'd have to eat them. You know, yeah, so well, I, I mean that's that's the plan. I'm gonna milk the. I got two. I got two moms. I got two uh, ones that I'm just gonna breed with, 
And then I've got a big, I got this big ram. His name's Leonard. He's a motherfucker. He's a mean guy. <laughs> he'll, he'll, I have to fight him almost every other time that I go out there. I got to fight him. He'll, but this is incredible your- though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that you were able to do this and, and, and go outside of the quote unquote matrix, as you mentioned it, you know, and, uh, and do your thing, you know, I mean, this is very hard for people to do in particular city slickers like me, uh, to be able to just go, you know, and, 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 uh, Quite frankly, I don't think I could do it. Well, me personally, by myself, I could do it. But me and my family, no, it's probably not going to work. You yeah. know, so um, um, it's commendable. I, I, I hope, I wish you the best of success. I, I think you're going to do great. Or you are doing great. But uh, you with know what, that, you, 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 know what you can do, Billy, is you can get a freezer. You can go on Craigslist and mm-hmm. you can find half a cow. You can find a, a pig that's that's been raised on grass. And, and you can go get that from somebody probably within two hours of you great family mm-hmm. trip out to the out to the out to the woods and and uh I, I recommend people do that and what would i do with this pig i mean i'm assuming it's dead right it's a, it's a dead butchered okay. pig you put it in the freezer and then okay. you eat it and All you're right, cool. insulated from inflation and uh you don't have to eat hormone injected garbage that you buy at at kroger very good point i can't argue with that you know so as as the prices go up so have the temperatures Right. It's it's incredible what we're getting here. Right. It's, you would think it's a conspiracy of some sort, but they they, they can't regulate the weather. Right. They, they, they there's no evidence of that. I've, the Chinese have never done it. Right. It's, it's, it's just never been done. But but, you know, it's so hot across the United States. And I was I was telling I, I did a quick uh, like 20 minutes here the other day on America Unplugged channel because I just wanted to get a couple of things off my off my chest because I, I heard a couple of people talking in the alternative media. And then I heard other people talking in the mainstream, the left stream and the right stream media, you know, talking about the temperatures and then you get all different takes from everybody. You never, you, I mean, uh, facts don't exist anymore. It's just opinions. That's all you get opinions from everyone. And um, I'm sitting there and I'm like, cause here in the alternative, they're like, Oh, this is a bunch of nonsense. You know, I'm like, it's hot. <laughs> like, I, I know it's hot because I can experience it. I was in Orlando and it was hot as balls and you could see my, my, my back proves it. It was really hot to the point where a couple of times I had to go back to, to, to my, my, where I was staying because it was too hot outside and out here in New York, it's pretty hot, you know? And, and uh, my friend strangler, Steve King, God bless him. What's up, buddy. He uh, is down in Arizona, just moved back 118 degrees. That's really hot. So the nation is hot as it is, right? I'm not saying it's our carbon footprint or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not sure. Tr- I'm just saying it's hot, right? So, so I, I think, um, I think we need to come to terms with, and, and you guys can disagree with me. I'm, 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 I'm happy to to hear it, and and uh, and uh, I am not an authority on this, and I'm, I'm, I can change my mind tomorrow given certain information. But I, I think we need to start coming to terms with something is happening, and and that's natural. You know, it, 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 there was an ice age before we were ever around, right? So, I mean, something is going down. What do we do to stop it is completely different. Are they trying to co-opt whatever is going down to get their agenda through? Yeah, probably. Um, and, and that's where I'm standing with it right now. But the temperatures are going sky high. And the Pope of the Holy See, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Pope Francis has come out and said, hey, listen up, guys. This is uh, punishment because you have uh, desecrated Mother Earth. And that's why this is all happening. <laughs> Give me your thoughts, Tony. What do you think? Is are, are we being punished because we have desecrated Mother Earth? 
Well, we're not being punished by God Almighty. We we are being farmed <laughs> by psychopaths. That's what's going on right now. If you look at um, all the events, right, how they correlate, uh, gas prices, scarcity there, right? They they're not allowing drilling to open. They're not allowing the American spirit uh, of entrepreneurs to get crude oil to the marketplace, right? So that's being stopped on purpose, which drives the price of gasoline up. You know, Thomas Massey uh, was talking to Pete Buttigieg uh, last week, and they said, you know, you want everybody to use an electric car. It's kind of like everybody getting 25 new refrigerators for their house. That's what it's going to put on the, the, the toll it's going to take on the grid. How are you planning to uh, accommodate that? And Pete doesn't have an answer because they don't really care. They just want you not driving. They just want mm -hmm. you not. Again, they're introducing the bugs at the same time they're creating scarcity in food and higher prices. Same thing with gasoline. They're going to continue to price people out of living. Yeah. We are being farmed 100%. And look, I miss the days when the Pope was just like, and I'm channeling Dennis Miller here, but just hell is hot. You know, don't go to hell. Remember <laughs> when the Popes would just talk about your soul? And then they had <laughs> And it's the first openly Jesuit Pope. And he's right. like, oh, well, you know, Mother Earth and Gaia, and it's a living organism. And look, I'm all about it. It's, it's funny. Environmentalists never want to clean anything up, ever. Right. They never, ever, ever want to clean anything up because they never go after the biggest polluters. They never go after the governments. I mean, I'm always being lectured by somebody like a Greta who doesn't want me to be able to drive back and forth to work. Uh, but she loves the, I mean, she wants <laughs> she wants the people that are spraying chemicals in the sky to tax me so I can't drive. <laughs> and that's 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 where we've they, all these useful idiots. And then and the people like the pope, he knows exactly what he's doing. But in, in the time when we need a spiritual leader, we get some political hack. Right. And that's everywhere you turn now in any institution full of political hacks and yes men or yes women or yes pronoun or whatever for the psychopath <laughs> wizard people and i'm i mean I, it's 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 how can you not live in this reality and believe that this is an accident how, how do you believe this is an accident right. all these things coinciding you know it's funny um i'm not a climate denier because i can look up in the sky and see that they're changing the climate right period yeah right thank you thank you and, and that's important that's important you know a, a lot of people just say oh it's it's summer so it's hot Nah, man, you know, the, yeah, of course, this, that's an easy way to explain it. It's summer, but it's hot. It's 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 hotter than normal, bro. Um, At least it's been in, here in New York. We haven't had a real winter in about six years. I remember it was bitter cold here. I loved it. I love the cold. And it's just not that anymore. We'll get it from a couple of days, you know, but it's not. Most winters are mild here. We'll well, get I want to say one, one more What's thing, Billy, and you can throw oh. it to the next person. Tell him, tell him, tell him. Mm -hmm. So. We got all these reports, you know, when they did the lockdowns and Trump right. signed the executive, everybody locked down and, oh, nature's returning. And look, and we're, our footprint, you know, is we have, we have less of a footprint and people are less carbon and all this stuff. And we're all just patting ourselves on the back, not me, but all, you know, the, the normies, right? Right. And um, so you fast forward. I thought that that would have an impact. Wouldn't it be cooler now per your models that everybody, you know, shut down their business and stopped traveling <laughs> and stopped going places? And, you know, I mean... Wouldn't you be bragging like, look how much we brought the temperature down? Right, right, right. No, because no, I've been in the Ozarks for almost three years. And this is, uh, again, for the first two summers, I didn't even need, I don't have electricity or constant. I have a little bit of solar off, off grid, but I didn't need a fan. I mean, I could, it's a little bit hot. You could sleep at night. You sweat a little bit, but it's not that bad. But this year, well, it's hot. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, it's breaking triple digits every day. Yeah, it's it's, it's a little hotter. Who's that? Who, which who, who do we have there? That's uh, Tweety the Chihuahua. Oh, Tweety the Chihuahua. <laughs> where's Where's Beans? Where's Beans the Brave? I, Beans is at the gym. She had a few few more sets before we got uh, done, so I let her finish the workout. She's in better shape than I am. Tweety the Chihuahua, what is going on? Welcome to America Unplugged. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and I'm gonna throw it to the rest of you uh, to talk about, but, but, yeah, that's that's the deal here. Like, um, um, it's uh, it's 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 just a little bit hotter than than I'd like, you know. And um, I I don't know. Uh, I I just know they can fix this, and they haven't, right? I I know, or, or maybe they're causing it, like Tony alluded to, which is very possible, because they're they're screwing with things that they have no idea what they're doing, right? So they go up there and they try to block out the sun or some dumb shit like that and then what happens something's gonna happen as a result so who knows all right what's up don what are you thinking about this yeah well certainly uh, you, you guys have heard me talk a lot about uh as far as terms of conspiracy if this is all random once in a while good people would emerge good things would happen it never does not in my lifetime it hasn't and <laughs> it's the same thing with uh all the pronouncements from government it's nothing but doom and gloom nonstop. When's the last time they gave any good news to you about anything? Now, this is going really well. So, you know, we're going to share. It used to have a, I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember, what they used to call a peace, a peace dividend. Now, uh, they used to talk about it. We never got one. The American people never got one. But they did used to bandy that about. America has been at peace of so little <laughs> of their time in history. I guess they were never at peace long enough to get a peace dividend. But they would have never gotten it. But they used to talk about those things, at least. Now, all you hear are pronouncements about how we're going to have to continually sacrifice. We're going to have to give up more of the new normal. And Tony was exactly right. The Greta Thunberg of the world. No one talks about the BP oil spill, the greatest ecological disaster mm -hmm. of, of, the, of, of our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. uh, no one talks about it. I mean, it's it, it polluted the Gulf of Mexico. There's still problems with it. And the cleanup was even worse. No one talks about it. Now, climate change people, shouldn't they be concerned about that? But as my friend Cindy Sheehan pointed out uh, a year or so ago, when she talked about, and that's what distinguishes her from our left, from most of these people, she said, why don't they talk about all, all the damage in the environment the U.S. military has done and their occupations everywhere? Never. Not a peep of that. What the, the damages we've wrought on, you know, by bombing and, you know, and all these incredible things, we're destroying you know, culture beyond that even. No one talks about the two of the biggest polluters in the world, which are China and India. Again, the same people don't talk about that because it doesn't fit their agenda because they don't, they're globalists, first of all, they don't care about countries. And the agenda is to get you to sacrifice. The agenda is to get you to lower your standard of living. So hopefully in their eyes, eventually, we'll all be like the good little serfs in uh, China and we'll be living in little bunk bed cubicles and that'll be our new normal. You know, the less is more. This is what they want. You you don't deserve air conditioning. You don't deserve this and that. So, if it's but we we will okay. Al Gore can run up the, the largest energy bill in the history of its county a few years ago, Mister Environment. But that's okay. That's cool. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio he can he can fly in on its private jet and lecture you about your carbon footprint. The hypocrisy <laughs> of these people just and they do it constantly. The hypocrisy of these people is absolutely astounding. But they. If they cared about, you don't even hear the word. You guys might not be old enough to, to, to talk about it. They used to talk about ecology. When's the last time you even heard the word ecology? They don't even mention it anymore because it's not about the environment. It's not about ecology. Nothing. 
with all this supposed effort and green, green climate and all this stuff, I don't see anything looking cleaner. Everything looks dirtier. Everywhere I go, it looks worse. I mean, you know, it's, it's maybe back in the 60s and 70s when they were, I think, a little bit more uh, sincere about their efforts. They, I think they did clean up a lot of the water pollution, especially in some of the air pollution as well. So you saw a little bit of a difference, like the Potomac River in D.C. here. It's, I don't think it's quite as dirty as it was back then. I don't know if you could still swim in it, but it's it's not quite as toxic as it was then. And there are other waterways like that as well. You know, again, you don't hear Greta Thunberg talking about polluted water, water pollution, air pollution, what we're breathing in. Certainly not going to mention chemtrails because they don't exist. Whatever climate change is happening, it's because of them, because of geoengineering. But again, they're just this is their narrative, and it's all about going after average people. I wrote about that in Survival of the Richest, the new normal. Everything is sacrifice. Lower your standard of living. And that's, as I mentioned earlier, you know, it will be interesting to see because for whatever reason, we've now got a much heavier population. People obviously are consuming, and that's largely because of the crap they eat. It's full of, you know, un unnatural substances that causes them to gain weight uh, faster. It'll be interesting to see if that, how that collides with because I, I don't I don't think those two can coexist but somehow they'll they'll manage to dance around like they dance around everything else but bottom line is whatever they do whatever is causing causing the temperature to rise to the extent that it is it never means anything good for the average people it's always oh god what else is that the other shoes dropping constantly it's never hey you know what good news other than you know politicians used to brag you know ridiculously about how great everything was going well Biden can't even he may be the first president that really can't i guess trump really couldn't either but that can't you know fake the statistics to his favor maybe he still tries mm -hmm. to but every everybody realizes how bad everything is so right they don't even have that in their arsenal anywhere they can blame see what we did i mean they can he can blame trump i guess or whatever but you know this is at this point it's non-stop and they're telling you yeah, things are gonna get worse oh yeah things we're gonna have a food shortage we're gonna have a water shortage <laughs> That. Look forward yeah. to more, ladies and gentlemen, and that's and that's that's what we have. And and nobody, there's nobody talking sense. And I'll believe the climate change people. The first person I hear about, what are they, what are they doing to the BP oil executives, and what are you doing about cleaning up the Gulf of Mexico? When they, when they tell me that, and I'll say, okay, I'll listen to what else you have to say. Totally agree, Don. Totally agree. And they don't do it. They don't do it. And that's that's the mm -hmm. primary target. Adam, I'm coming to you in just a sec, but I want to hit the chat because people are on fire in the chat. Marsh Wiggle. What's up, Marsh Wiggle? That's a dope name. Where are you from? <laughs> Tell us where you're from when you can. Uh, uh, what did they say? Someone asked, asked, where does the Bible say we will destroy the earth by our actions? And my answer is, as long as the earth remains, God will end it. We won't. And that's very true. It's very true. But what do we do to the earth while we're here? It will always regenerate. The, the earth takes zero losses. This whole thing, you know, like we can never kill the earth. We're just making things worse for ourselves while we're here. When we're gone, the earth is just going to come right back. That's it. Like there's, it's, it's, it's immortal until the Lord decides it's no longer going to be a thing. Uh, there was a couple of other things. Riley in the chat. What's up? My dude, Riley says <laughs> AC is a crutch. And he's right. <laughs> Tony, see, I, when I first met Tone, I, I remember talking to him about this stuff and it was it was hot up here. And I was like, yeah, we turned on AC. He's like, oh, we don't have AC over here, man. You know, we're, how the hell are you living, bro? You know, but but we are, are, are we've been conditioned. It's the bitchification of the human race. 
Right. And, and, yeah. and that's, that's, what's gone down. Like, I, you know, I, it's, a, it's, it's hot. And I'm like, Oh my God, turn on the AC immediately. People well, didn't people, live like this before. What's no, up? people tell me like, you know, I, I'm old enough to remember that we didn't have air conditioning and, and we, we were one of the last people in, the, in, in Northern Virginia, I think to get it because my dad refused to get it. But, uh, eventually we got like this one window unit that we put in the dining room and you had to pretty much sit in front of it. It may be cool in the dining room, but you didn't feel anything back in the bedroom. My dad never wanted to turn it on. But that, that was basically what it was back then. And I remember those summer nights, man. Windows open, mm -hmm. the fan blowing hot air around, hearing the crick, crickets and all the other <laughs> noises out there trying to fall asleep to that. That was uh, but somehow we did, and no cars had air conditioning. God, you talk, take a trip to the beach with no air conditioning. I mean, I don't know how people, but people did. It's what you used to. Right, 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 right. Um, uh, Wolfman Jack in the chat says, uh, bah humbug to, uh, to Riley's comment. Loves AC. I get it. I get it. I love AC too. It's dope. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Tom Cooper. What's up, buddy? Hot or cold, the elite are coming for all of us. Absolutely true. It don't matter. And 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 Rally says that we we should be happy that it's hot because uh, life can't uh, uh, strive in the winter. I think it does, but it's a different type of life uh, that strives in the winter. But yes, I, I understand where you're coming from. If it was colder, uh, a lot of stuff would go really wrong really quickly. But the same can be said about the hot about the heat. You know, like uh, you know, crops would uh, would uh would go away if it was super cold, but if it's, if it's too hot, you know, they'll dry up, you know, so it's a, we need a balance. It's the yin yang, right? We need, we need the right, the right circumstances for everything to, to take off. Who else is in here? Uh, Jason Baker or Barker. Sorry about that, buddy. Jason Barker is in here talking about it, that it's really cold in Canada. Um, something to that effect. I'm sorry if I, if, if I butchered that. What's up? Uh, Harps, what's going on? Talking about how cold it is in Oz. Or warm, how hot it is in Oz. What's up with you all the way over there? And I let me see. I'll go. I'll go get the rest of the chat before the end of the show. But we appreciate you. We appreciate all your comments. Thank you very much. All right, Adam. What do you got? Um. Yeah. Thanks, Don, for reminding me of that BP oil spill. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I remember when that happened, and they had. I remember there was a camera that showed it was like a black and white camera that had it was on the pipe that was burst and, and you could just watch it in live time for like how many days straight that it was just dumping i forget how many gallons a minute or a second out of that thing and that's yeah people don't the, the news cycles so short we can't remember what happened last week and and uh there's how many millions or billions of gallons of oil into the into the gulf of mexico that nobody's paid a price for yet but what I've noticed on the weather is just um, it's uh, it's been kind of a cool summer here. Um, it's really late to start. Uh, it's nice now. Uh, it's going to get real hot next week up into the triple digits for the first time in the summer. And um, what I've just noticed here, I mean, it they spray. They spray uh, where I'm at in Oregon really, really heavily. Um, I'm a, I subscribe to that that whole thing about weather manipulation and Matt Landman and all that stuff, you know, so I know he's your buddy, Billy. So, um, what's, what's, uh, really weird around where I am is the, how erratic the temperature swings are. So it'll go from, you know, in the summertime in the high fifties where I'm at. And then the next week it'll be 
in the 90s. We had a we had a foot of snow here in early April. That's unheard of. I grew up in in Oregon. You know, nobody had a had an AC when I was little. Now everybody does. We have we have no uh, forced air or heat at my house right now. It was a rough winter, and uh, the HVAC guys coming at the middle of next month to put in a whole system for us. So that'll be nice. But yeah, um, just seeing the Pope weigh in on everything, and man, I feel bad for Catholics, man, because that. Guy, I mean, I, 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 uh, you know, I grew up Catholic, and and yeah, he should go back to talking about about fire and brimstone and and uh, abortion and things like that. But leave 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 it out of the out of the weather and the the socialism and stuff like that. So. I was I, I was baptized Catholic and yeah, I went I was, to Catholic school I was from too, kinder man. to eighth grade. I'm sorry, Adam. What's up? Yeah, I was I was baptized Catholic as well, man. And uh you know, um I don't I don't subscribe to it anymore. I, I'm really glad that I don't have to, but I'm still a I'm still a religious guy. I'm getting back into that whole deal, but um yeah, I won't I won't, <laughs> I won't uh, talk about that too much. But <laughs> uh good huh it's yeah, all well, good talk if, about whatever if, you want if you're catholic and you don't want to and you want to keep those beliefs but maybe even a little stricter and you don't want to uh have to deal with the pope uh look into your local uh eastern orthodox church that's all i gotta oh, say about that gotta so, tell us about that at some point go ahead yeah but um but yeah i remember um one time seeing uh, abby martin ask nancy pelosi about the about the the military industrial complex and the amount of pollution that they put out in the world and just seeing her like give a no, a no answer answer to that. And then, yeah, it's just, uh, I think I'm to the point where I, I was, I was like, I don't believe that there's climate change. I think it's just a natural occurrence. Um, now I think there is climate change and I think it is not, I think it's man-made, but not by us. Yes. I think it's I think it's severely manipulated by by yeah, you know. And and people will will say that that's you know tinfoil hat shit. And uh, Mm-mm. there's uh, you know, we can watch John Brennan talking about it. We got Operation Popeye and all that stuff. So I mean, it's it's happening. And just um, you know, before I got into this whole this whole world, I I hadn't looked at the sky. I used to be a um, elevator mechanic. And uh, I just spent my days in parking garages and elevator shafts and things like that. And uh, I never looked up. All you got to do is is look up where you are, and you're yeah. gonna see some see some weird stuff and see what happens. Go look up, see if there's white lines in the sky that turn it white or gray, and <laughs> and just go from there. Because you know oh, it's right. not it's when it's when it's 105 degrees out, it's supposed to be blue and sunny, not not white. So uh, it's unrecognizable in parts, you know, the, the, the sky, you look up and it's like, what was this the same sky that I was looking up at when I was a child? It's, yeah. it's unrecognizable. Riley I, I, in the chat. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. I think the, the sun might be different too. The sun burns different to me now than it did when I was a little kid. It seems like so. Yeah. Um, and, and we can definitely, you know, about the tinfoil hat comment, right? Like, that's um and i hate to put it like this but that's just for for people that are uninformed at this point if if you're gonna say you know it's ten it's a tinfoil hat uh issue to uh to say that the weather is manipulated and that they can alter the weather this is mainstream news this is nothing new 
that's being broken. It's been out for a long time. And it's been admitted by the mainstream on several different occasions. And, and several different governments have admitted to being able to do it. This is not um, a conspiracy theory at all. You know, so, I mean, if uh, if you're encountered by people that say that, you know, they're just <laughs> yeah. not not informed at all. What you got there, Tone? That's right above my cabin. Oof. That picture Jeez right there. Louise, through, through the audio audience. I'll try to throw it up on Instagram so you can see it. That's just um, that's a pretty typical weekend day. Wow. I mean, that's normal, though. Right. right? That's how clouds are supposed to be. Just yeah. linear. It looks fine to me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Come on. Little patterns in the sky, you know. No big deal. <laughs> Tic tac toe. <laughs> Chris Graves, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? Uh, good to see you. And Riley says that in PR, you can live off of mangoes and coconuts alone. This is true. Uh, are you out in PR? Let us know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am throwing it to you, Don Jeffries. We want to talk about Mr. Steve Bannon. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have a, I don't, I don't like <laughs> that guy. So I, I, I don't, I don't care what happens to him. Uh, he's a dumbass, uh, and uh, he was, uh, you know, he's uh, he faces two years in prison now. Quite frankly, I'd love to see him go. I don't think it's going to happen. I'd love to see it happen. I'd love to. Um, but uh, whatever, you know. Uh, what are you thinking, Don? What do you think is going to happen here? You wanted to talk about this. What's up? Well, no, because I think, again, it points out, and let's just go back even, uh, I mean, probably go back to the 90s maybe, at that time, generally, people, when they walk into a courtroom, of course, it was always injustice. It was always unfair to a large degree. But you didn't necessarily wonder, okay, you, usually you thought, is that judge a hard-ass judge? Or is he an easy judge? No one thought of, is that judge a Democrat or Republican or whatever? You didn't think that back then. These, these courtrooms are now, the entire process is so politicized. And again, I'm no fan of Steve Bannon, but... Uh, it doesn't matter. What, and we need to fight for people that we that we don't like all the more because, again, the law, if the law isn't applied equally, and the Constitution talks about that, you can't uh, prosecute some people for for, this, uh, for something and not prosecute others for doing the exact same thing. And that's what we're doing. Contempt of Congress is such a ridiculous charge to begin with. But it's been so common throughout our history. And I don't think anybody's been prosecuted for it since, I think, mean, 1974. Just in recent years, you had Eric Holder and uh, Lois Lerner, among others, that just gave a giant middle finger and said, no, I'm not standing by the Fifth Amendment, which you used to be allowed to do. Mafia leaders used to be able to stand by the Fifth Amendment. It doesn't apply to people that are associated with Trump. Again, this is because of Trump derangement syndrome and the division he caused so that you have the other side is so irrationally uh, hateful of this giant actor they still want anyone associated with them. They don't care. Lock them up and throw away the key. You can't have a legal system like that because then it's, it, the other side would go crazy. Again, if someone, if, if uh, at this point, if the, uh, you know, say the Republicans came to power and they started locking up people that they didn't like, uh, their political, now they wouldn't do that because you have the evil party and the stupid party and the stupid party doesn't do that. So they wouldn't do that typically. But you can't have a system like that. And that's that's it. what happens is you end up with what you see in the January 6th defendants, where you have people in prison for over a year and a half denied all due process, all their constitutional protections shattered. There's a, that, that alone has destroyed the legal system. And you, you're culminating in with a 69-year-old woman with breast cancer. The other side is cheering on, yeah, she needs to go to prison. It did nothing but, you know, waddle into the Capitol and take some pictures, I guess, probably waving an American flag, knowing that's what most 
seven we're doing. Uh, the idea that these people need to go to prison, and yet at the same time, you don't have to go back to the Black Lives Matter protest. That's how, you know, even people that committed crimes. Yeah, what about the warlord? The actor, he had to be an actor, too. He's much an actor as Trump was. Yeah, the, the, the African warlord that, that, that took over three blocks in Seattle for a month or something like that. Murders happened. That guy was never prosecuted. Nobody even knows his name. He's probably on some other assignment now as a crisis actor. But uh, nobody <laughs> even, nobody's prosecuted for those things. Nothing happens. And yet, something like this, they're having uh, hearings, January 6th hearings, where I don't know what Tass and Pravda was like, but I can't believe that the Soviet Union was taken over by anything more ridiculous than this. Where every every network, but Fox News, to their credit, I'll give them credit for it, are not televising these show hearings. This is an embarrassment, and at the same time, that Steve Bannon was convicted and can go to prison for two years for nothing except for the fact people hate him. Uh, it is uh, the same day uh, a, a gubernatorial candidate in New York, some guy climbs up on stage and tries to stab him. He not only is not, he's not, no, I don't think he's going to be prosecuted, apparently. He is released with no bail. This is attempted assassination. A few months ago, you had a Black Lives Matter activist that fired shots at a mayoral candidate in Kentucky. He was released on a very low bail like two days later. I mean, how can anyone have any respect for all? Yet people who, did, who, who were waved into the open doors of the Capitol protest their legal constitutional right to assemble and protest they are still in prison over a year and a half later we're holding congressional hearings where they're trying to draw basically anyone and that's what this is about with bannon they're trying to draw anyone in who could loosely be associated with this insurrection and i don't think it was anywhere near washington this is very troubling. It doesn't matter what you think. You guys know what I think of Trump and all this stuff. I mean I, I don't know anybody out there listening that is still holding out hope because again and in all of this, he has done nothing. He's sent none of the $200 million or whatever he's collected. He hasn't sent any money to those people that are in prison. They can't even afford lawyers. He doesn't even talk about them. So this is just very troubling because you can't let emotion. This is what it's about. This is identity politics. Emotions are driven. this. People hate the people that were because they hate Trump. They hate anyone who says that you can't do that. There's a lot of people I hate. But, you know, if, if you had an assemblage of, uh, of lone assassin the assassin people that were marching on the Capitol and waving pictures of Oswald did it alone. You know, I hate conspiracy theorists. If they threw those people in prison for a year and a half and denied them all due process, I would be in the front lines. And this is, you can't do that. But uh, anyway, that's, that's my rant. Uh, we, we just have a joke. Anybody that has any, the least bit of respect for this legal system, you conservatives out there that are talking about law and order. What do you, this is law and order. This is what you want. This is a joke. Legal system is an absolute joke, and we should all just be grateful if we can steer clear of it. Well, Don, you're a better man than I. What can I say? <laughs> um, uh, didn't this guy break the law, for one? But regardless of that, and 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 uh, Marsh uh, Marsh Wiggle in the chat says, "Don't wish jail on anyone," you know, and and uh, it says, you know, no use for Roger Stone, Michael Flynn, Bannon, Manafort, you know. Um, the legal system, a lot of the things that Don just echoed. And I can understand all of that. But Michael Flynn, Steve Bannon, Donald Trump, go down the freaking line, are traitors to the United States of America and criminals against the nature of humankind for trying to colonize the minds of Americans. Michael Flynn in particular, Steve Bannon knew exactly what he was doing with Cambridge Analytica. Get the hell out of my mind. 
Yeah, you want to tell me, you know, that 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 I hate it, that it's emotional? It absolutely is. I hate them. I hate all of them. And they need to go to freaking jail, right? Because Michael Flynn is a grifter. He hates, he hates us. So why should I like him? Why should I cut him any slack? Screw Michael Flynn. Steve <laughs> Bannon is another one. Steve but Bannon is the, was one of the biggest people. I get you. I get you, Don. I'm, not, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm even going to fall back and say that I am wrong about this. Okay? <laughs> you are right, ultimately. Right? But I don't care. Steve Bannon is, is a piece of human excrement. Okay? And he is, he is a criminal 10 times over that has been allowed to walk and make money and, and violate human rights over and over again without an issue. So we can get him on a technicality. Go to freaking jail for a little. Stay the hell out of my life. All right. Anyway, that's just me. Judge me if you but, want. What's up? Oh, oh go, the, go, the, ahead, the, go ahead, Don. And I'm but, going to Tony. But, go ahead. Yeah, but but that's why, mm. Billy, that's why, for instance, if you if you were going to be a potential juror in a mm. case involving these people, that's why you would be weeded out early on. Because yep. you because yep. you are prejudiced, and that's that's the but now they, they don't apparently they don't do that for some of these people because they had people in the Roger Stone case and uh, Ace uh, Sussman where they had people that were obviously uh, you know advocates for the other side that despise these people. You can't. I'm just saying that I I understand. There's lots of people that like Hillary Clinton. I, you know I I think she's queen of the deep state. I think she's committed so many crimes I can't even keep track of them. I don't know, but she has to have due process. I can't just say because I hate her, let's lock her up and throw away the key. You have to prove it in the court. And you have to, again, pose it with Bannon or any of the people. Bannon did something, for instance, that Eric Holder and Lois Lerner, among other people, did the exact same thing. Then why weren't they prosecuted? You can't have selective prosecution. That's my. That's where we are now. It's selective prosecution, and it's a, it's a, it, it's an unfair system. And everybody should be concerned about that because this impacts ultimately all of our civil liberties. Hey, I, I can't argue with it. I can't. I, I want to, but I can't. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Tony. What's up, buddy? Well, Don's right about selective prosecution. And while he was talking, I, you know, and this is probably for a longer uh, conversation, maybe a different show. But, you know, when I was growing up, I used to go and met my dad, you know, took me to uh, hear Bo Greitz speak. I don't know if you guys know who Bo Greitz is. Yeah, that's yes, the guy, that, yes. guy that got uh, Randy Weaver to come out. Yes, right. yes, yeah. Right. And uh, this is right before Oklahoma City. It was after Waco. Before I was 14 years old, and um, I rem I've I've spent a lot of time, uh, you know, with the right uh, as a young man. And nowhere in any of the people, any of the circles I've ever been in, was there a seed of authoritarianism or a seed of vengeance. It was always just kind of liberty-based, constitution-based. Leave me alone. I'm starting to think uh, that we're being farmed in a different way. And when you see this selective prosecution, you see the uh, the way that one side can get away with anything and the other side is persecuted over and over and over and over again. I think that they're building something here. And if we'll step back for a minute and realize that they are creating a vengeful opposition on purpose, just as I, I was just thinking of this is and the, the only way that they because the left can't really carry out a totalitarian police state. They really can't. They just, I mean, have you seen their people? I mean, have you seen their roll out? I mean, they may be authoritarian in their heart, but they can't get anybody to do anything. I think they're building something here that we need to examine. It may be years in the making, but I think they're building a vengeful, uh, you know, uh, angry opposition 
full of rage uh, that, that they'll be able to use to carry out some of their ends. And that's what I think that's what's really important here. I mean, yeah, you talk about I, Steve Bannon, uh, sloppy Steve. You know, this is some this is a weird guy. You talk about Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> he I mean, he can't stop himself from talking or, or self-aggrandizing. Uh, you go back to the remember the, the he was in the Trump White House. Right. And he sat down with the author, Michael Wolf. And he just started laying out, you know, that Donald Trump Jr. deserves to be, he should be tried for treason and that he's going to run for president. I mean, it's and he never said he didn't say that. So he just he just got out of the White House. <laughs> Somehow he's now connected back to. And this is the deal is like when Trump is one of those enigmas, like if you're really loyal to him and you really want to help him, then you're nowhere in his periphery. But if you're kind of like, you know, a backstabber and a weirdo, then he'll keep you around. He keeps sloppy Steve around in his periphery. <laughs> and I think that's that, that these people they're I mean, like Michael Flynn, Steve Bannon, all these are grifters of the highest order. They're not I, I don't even know what their game is, because if they're pushing Trump right now, I mean, that's going to get us back to worse off than where we were. And they know that. But there's money to be made. I think yeah. at the I think at the end of the day, philosophically, it, something to think about as we watch this play out. How long will it last? Where you've got just one side being able to kick the other side, it won't. It can't go on forever. It, it won't go on in perpetuity, and it will create something. And I think it'll create something monstrous. And I don't want that to happen. You know, um, um, I, I get, I get it, I get it. But before I throw it to Adam, and we're going to get up out of here, I, I, I just want to reiterate just because um i forget somebody in the chat said michael flynn was sus and you're right but he's way more than sus like it's he's not a suspect the guy's freaking guilty of sin you know and, and the thing is th this guy is an agent of the new world order if there ever was one we want to talk about agents of the new world order michael flynn steve bannon straight up agents of the new world order running mind control admitted mind control operations on the people of earth admittedly this isn't a conspiracy theory they've admitted this and that's why donald trump keeps him around because donald trump knows that steve Ga steve bannon is responsible for putting his ass in office and it was a mind control operation they are traitors to humanity all right it's it's selfishness on the highest level Right, that they're, they they want to co-op everybody and anybody just so they can put more money in their bank account. I, I don't understand it. it. It doesn't resonate with me. And 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 this is what these people are. They're pieces of fill. All right, and they hate <laughs> you, and they hate your families. All they want is to manipulate you, straight up and down. Let's remember that Michael Flynn. I think it was two uh, uh, um, uh, July 4th ago, stood up with his entire family dressed up in red, white, and blue, taking the oath for QAnon, saying, um, um, we are digital warriors. And then he turns around and says, oh, QAnon's not a thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. And then he turns around afterwards and he's like, yeah, you know, QAnon might be in the government. Like, they're running mind operations. This guy was employed by the SEL group. Michael Flynn. All right. Like it's, it's, this is regardless. I, 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 as much as I will fall back and say that, 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 uh, that, uh, Marsh Wiggle in the chat is right and, and Don is right. I'm sorry. Call me emotional. Go to jail. The hell out of my life. All of you. Yeah. All we, right. We put James Clapper in there too. I him mean, too. If, if we have all of them, 
Let's clap, James Clapper. Get 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 the hell out of my <laughs> life. Clap on in the jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna give Adam our guest the last word here before we get up out of here. Adam, let him have it. Oh man, um, I'm uh the most uneducated out of the out of the panel today on most subjects, and definitely this one. Uh, I don't even know what what Steve Bannon's being charged with, but um, <laughs> I think if he if he ends up going to prison it won't be for very long they're not going right. to send him to leavenworth you know they're going to send mm-hmm. him to the country club and he's going to come out and he'll be um that much more worshipped by the people that already love him you know he'll be a martyr and and maybe that's that's the whole game plan billy ray i don't know you've done much more work on uh cambridge analytica on the cnp and all that stuff than i have um it's just, uh, it's hard. It's hard. And I, uh, I, uh, really respect your passion about it, but it's hard for me to, to agree on the same things that you do when like I can, that stuff doesn't really seem to affect my life probably because I'm being mind controlled, but I can go an hour <laughs> down the road to Portland and I'm not worried about C Bannon when I'm like seeing, you know, bums on the street shooting yeah, up and, and tents everywhere and all that stuff. Um, I think we're uh, massively manipulated on both sides, and uh, it's it's uh, once once you learn enough and you get into the, this whole world well enough, and and you can kind of quiet your ego down and realize, like, man, I'm I'm the one that's I'm I'm being manipulated too. It's not it's not above any of us. So, well, yeah, that's, that's where I'm really at. right. I say that many times. I, I, I we are all being completely and totally manipulated by this. All of us. It's just the way it is. As long as we realize it, we need to realize it and move forward. That's the thing. And I say that all the time. I think almost every broadcast I do at this point. Let's get up out of here, ladies and gents. Tony Adderburn, Arterburn. I'm trying, Listen, Tony. I'm trying every day. It, yeah, you can say it however you like, Bill. You have I'm, that privilege. I'm, I'm um, trying to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get it right. Tony Arterburn. Wise uh, Wolf, what's up, buddy? Tell well, him what's First up. of all, I want to thanks to Adam for joining us. And Deborah Gets Red Pill is a great show. I've listened Dope to show. it many times. Uh, right. great oh, wow. Thanks, Everybody man. needs to subscribe. Uh, that's a, I, that concept is brilliant. It's dope, and I right? wish we could do it on a mass scale. Um, you know, if somebody spends enough time with me, I mean, I feel bad because I do change paradigms. <laughs> like, I don't mean to do this to you, but did you know about that? And so that, that'll always open up new avenues. That's good for people because people need to see things as they actually are. Right. Um, but so, yeah, I get, uh, great for... Uh, joining us we appreciate it um arterburn.news my website uh americaunplug.com you check us out there if you'll go there you can put in a comment and we'll you know if you review the show uh we'll we'll talk about it on the air uh the following week for sure if i get to get a notice of that and uh wisewolfgoldandsilver.com fantastic the real the real rainbow was in the chat also rainbow high what is going on and somebody named stephanie's in the chat what's going on all of you thank you so much for being here all right tony thank you buddy you're the dude. Um, Don Jeffries, the legendary. Tell these people where they can find you. Uh, DonaldJeffries.media is my website. Uh, so it's one-stop shopping. You can go find all you need to know. My books are there. Uh, my show links, videos, uh, my Substack writings. I'm promoting them uh, quite often. You can read my rants there at uh, Substack. So I, I appreciate the support there. But uh, DonaldJeffries.media is uh, the place to find out what you need to know. All right. There you go, Don Jeffries. And, of course, our guest, Adam, what is up? Tell the people where they can find you. Um, Deborah gets red-pilled wherever you can find uh, audio podcasts. Um, we're, we're not big enough to get kicked off YouTube yet, so we're still up there. And then everything goes to Odyssey as well. 
Twitter, you know, all the normal places. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough for having me. Um, Don's coming on the show soon. Billy Ray, you're uh, you're due for another appearance. And and Tony, we'd love to have you. And um, I can't wait for uh, for Free World to start. So we're gonna do it. the show. It's just gonna be me and Deborah on there. It's gonna be called Unhinged. Dope. Dope. Freeworld.fm, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna happen. We, we we have to get some things tied up, but but it's 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 trending in the right direction. It's going up, but just like the temperature. Adam, thank you for being here. We Thanks appreciate for having you. me, man. It's a real it was honor. dope. Uh, my name is Billy Ray Valentine. Thank you for hanging out with us here on America Unplugged. You know how much we love each and every one of you. We love all your opinions. We love your interactions. We love you supporting. Thank you so much, man. We it means a whole hell of a lot to each and every one of us, man. I could tell you, Tony and Don. We really appreciate everything you guys do for us and 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 just just listening, spreading the word. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Uh short the show's growing. It's 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 humbling. Thank you so much. All right. So um you can find me over at the infinitefringe.podbeam.com, the infinite fringe on Apple Podcast. Somebody was asking, I forget who, if Billy Ray Valentine did his own show. And I do. It's called the Infinite Fringe. Um, so go check it out. Um, uh, and you can find it on those platforms. You're not going to be able to find it on Google play or Spotify. I never put it up there and I don't think I am. Um, so you know, the rogue uh, podcatchers, you can find it there and you can find it on Apple podcast. Um, uh, what else, what else, what else, what else? America unplugged. That's it. That's all I got right. Um, right here, uh, on Rockfin 12 PM Eastern. With the dude, with the dude Tony Atterburn and Don Jeffries, you were just watching the show, so I'm preaching to the choir. But you know the deal. Um, AmericaUnplugged.com, AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com, and you can go to the podcast. Those uh, um those addresses will take you to the podcast. You can find that podcast anywhere. You can find it on Google, Google Play, on Spotify, all over. You're going to be able to find America Unplugged. So please subscribe and spread it to everyone you know. We'd appreciate it. What else? Is there anything else I'm leaving out, Tony? I think you're good, Billy. I think you covered all the bases, my friend. All right. We're getting up out of here. Don't burn the place down while we're gone. Tony, play us out. You got it.